moms need other moms. There is no substitute for having another woman walking alongside you in motherhood. And so today we're going to talk about why moms need other moms and how to create your own mom village in a modern society. Because moms were not made to mother alone. Welcome to Mama's Roots Are Showing podcast, where we recognize that we get one motherhood. And if you'd rather not wing it, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Nicolette, and I love researching all things motherhood related and sharing what I discover to help moms feel empowered, joyful, and intentional. If finding yourself in motherhood sounds better than losing yourself in motherhood, I invite you to join me as we explore the nooks and crannies of motherhood. In many ways, we're more connected than ever before. We can easily search for an old classmate and discover how many children they have, what their dog looks like, and a simple scroll through a news feed can show you pictures of your best friend's vacation. You can discover all the places she visited and all the food she ate without ever even talking to her. But despite this convenient way to connect with others, people are longing for true connection like never before. You know, quite frankly, we're a part of a social experiment and the status quo is wreaking havoc across the globe, especially for moms. If you do a simple Google search, you'll go down this dark road where mom life is depicted as stressful, demanding, confusing, dark, and very lonely. So much so that mom loneliness is now being researched and studied. In 2018, there was a study of more than 2,000 mothers, and it found that 90% of moms felt lonely. And a staggering 54% felt like they had no friends after giving birth. Ladies, we're in an epidemic. So how did we get here? How have so many moms found themselves in this lonely spot, feeling run down, stressed, misunderstood, inadequate, and unheard, unseen? Well, it's pretty plain and simple. Most moms don't have a village. Women were not meant to experience motherhood behind closed doors. Since women have roamed the earth, we have been biologically geared to mother right alongside other women. This village dynamic, it allowed women of all ages to spend hours of their day together, whether they were preparing food, washing clothes in the river, tending to a sick one. Women were mothering together. So I want us to pause and think about how that would look in today's society. For one moment, imagine having two or three other women to help you with all the errands, all the daily tasks, laundry, dishes, dinner, to help entertain the kids, take them outside, do activities with them, teach them. When a child got hurt, one of them could scoop up your child and help them. If you needed to take an important phone call, the other mothers would take care of your children. When you wanted to take a shower, you did without having to get your children all set up so that they were entertained and give you some peace and quiet for a little bit. 
Imagine having other women alongside you for hours every day to share the workload. Probably even more importantly, to share their experience and their knowledge, right? While these women were mothering together, they were communicating, they were talking, they were conversing. So they were probably talking a lot about motherhood. They were sharing their tips, their triumphs, their failures. They'd laugh, they'd cry, they'd confess, all while watching their children grow. And some of us get to have a glimpse of this in our lives. Oftentimes, this is when you have a new baby. So if you're lucky, maybe your own mother, an aunt, a sister, a very good friend would stop by and help you. They were insistent on it, right? They might have brought over meals. They did the dishes. They folded your laundry. And they brought this sense of calm and peace to you. And this sense of just being seen and heard and being supported. You were able to take a shower without worrying what we were going to do with this little baby who needed you. You felt supported and refreshed. It was great, right? Now imagine having that every day. Not just for a couple of weeks or days after you transition to motherhood, but for the rest of your life. That was the norm for thousands and thousands of years. It's only been very recently in human history that... We've taken women out of the communal dynamic and have placed them in their home to take on the daily life of motherhood behind closed doors. Today, more than ever, women are mothering alone. And that dynamic is not working. Instead of turning to the women in our village, oftentimes we turn to Google when we're struggling. Been there. And Google has its place. Um, It's very easy to get a ton of information. A quick internet search and suddenly you have information from 50 different strangers whom you've never met, much less know. And it's information, it's advice, but it is very impersonal. So it's not natural for that to be the supplement for where we gain our knowledge and wisdom of motherhood. And that is why moms feel lonely. There is no substitute for having other women in our lives, women that are walking that same path with us and women that laid that path before us. Okay, so what can we do about it? Well, the first thing that we have to do is redefine the concept of the village. So living in a commune might sound absolutely wonderful, but it just isn't realistic for most moms in today's society. But we can still have that sense of village without meeting at the communal fighter pit. So the village simply provides the means for moms to connect. It puts them in each other's orbit But you can do that today in many different ways. It's not going to look the same as it did thousands of years ago. But as long as you're connecting with other women, you're achieving the same results. And it's actually really cool because we can create a village of women from all walks of life, from all over. It's about finding pockets in our life where you can connect with other moms. So look for those opportunities in your life. Then you have to create your village. I know this sounds daunting, I know, because for thousands of years, mothers simply inherited the village they were born into. There was no effort needed at all. It was just waiting for them. Today, mothers have to create their village, and it does take a bit of work. But the advantage we have over our ancestors is that we get to curate our village rather than simply inherit one. 
Whether you're looking for an outdoorsy village to inspire you to go on lots of hikes and inspire your adventurous side, or maybe a crunchy village where you can brew kombucha and talk about co-sleeping and attachment parenting, maybe you're a cycling family, whatever inspires you, whatever fills your cup, you can find or you can create that. And I know it sounds very hard to do, but you can start out small and then begin to feel connected in meaningful ways by just doing small things. So here's a few of those things that you can do today. So the first thing that you can do is to call upon other moms you already know. We all have a few of those friends that we adore, we love, but we're not very good about staying in touch with them. I'm sure you are thinking of a few of those in your brain right now. I have about a handful of friends that live far away from me, and embarrassingly, I only talk to them, I don't know, maybe six times a year. But my cup runneth over when I do talk to them. It's imperative that we create this space for those relationships to grow and to evolve. So if you have a friend that lives far away or if you have a friend that you simply love but you haven't spoken to in a while, reach out to them. So shoot them a text and say, when can we connect? And then set that time aside so that you do have an hour to be filled with that relationship. Now, if you have a friend that lives near you, text them today and ask them to join you for a dinner date or just going to pick up dessert or just going for a walk. And sometimes... We have to bring our kids with us. If that's what you have to do in order to hang out with other moms, then do it. Then create a play date and let the kids run around while you get to talk about mothering. Make sure that you get it on the calendar. If you're like me, you're very guilty of the someday mentality, which translates to it's not going to happen. So don't let yourself get away with saying, oh, we should get together someday. Get it on the calendar, even if you have to leave a message or they have to call you back or you have to look at your calendars and you have to follow up. Just don't let it slip away because your sisterhood does matter. The next thing you can do is to call upon the moms that you might not know yet because these are really beautiful relationships too and it can seem daunting to put ourselves out there and meet new people. But maybe you've had this experience in your life, someone that you just meet for the first time and you feel like you've known them forever, you just jive so well right from the start that it just makes you so giddy, well, your new mom friend is probably out there. You just need to find her. There are ways to do this. Go to your local library for mom meetup groups. And this is also where social media can really shine. So there are so many mom groups on Facebook. And I've had some great success with joining a few of these. I joined a mom play date group a couple of years ago and I met awesome moms through it. There is one mom in particular that I feel I share a soul with and I never would have met her if I hadn't joined the group and attended one of their meetups. And if you're having trouble finding a group, then you can create one. And this is really powerful. It's only going to take about 20 minutes of your life. But once you create it and then you post it in a community page or you invite some of your friends or even mom acquaintances, it will gain some traction. I started a local homeschooling group about a year ago, right before COVID hit. And today it has 40 moms in it. These are 40 moms who really jive. 
They're funny, they're warm, they're inspiring. And only two of them were acquaintances before I started the group. All the others were complete strangers. The moms started to see this village grow. They saw its potential. So they invited other moms that they thought it would jive with to join. And they did. So it's important to create a group that has a bit of a niche or true feeling for the village you're wanting to create. We did have to go through a weeding out process. And I'm so glad that I did because I would have had women in the group who didn't jive completely if I would have just been like, oh, come one, come all. So really sit down and think about what kind of a group is going to fill your cup and then create it. And you get to make the rules here. So really be intentional about it. So whether it's homeschooling, it's hiking, gardening, knitting, cycling, whatever it is, if you build it, they will come. And I also want to talk about some moms that are maybe in our orbit, but they're right out on the, they're really on the outskirts. This might be a mom who you think is great. Maybe she's on only in the Instagram world or the Facebook world, and you've only ever reached out with a simple comment. Maybe she has a skill or a hobby that you share, or maybe you've just been watching from the sidelines and you'd like to learn a new skill from her. Well, reach out to her. Ask to get together to share this hobby or ask her to give you a beginner's crash course. If there's a mom that you notice at, you know, a child's, I don't know, t-ball game, softball game, basketball game, reach out. See if you jive. If you don't, that's okay. But if you do, there could be a real opportunity there. I also want to talk about calling upon the wise women in our life. When I speak of wise women, I mean of the experienced women, the women that have blazed the trail for us. The women that have been gardening for decades while you just started two years ago. The women that have a knack for houseplants, watercoloring, decorating, baking, antiquing, whatever it may be, call upon them. I mean, I call on my mom all the time. She's my wise woman. I call on her for everything. But I also call upon other women in my life that have wisdom to share. I call upon my wise women to unpack my gardening woes. And they are more than happy to share their insights. And I always learn so much from them in one conversation. I want to speak about one conversation that I had with one of these gardening wise women. We were, of course, talking about gardening. And then the the conversation shifted to motherhood. She was telling me this story and it spoke such beauty into me. It was a story of her as a young mother. And I got off the phone with her and I felt so fulfilled. It was like she found the light switch of my soul and just turned it on for me. These wise women are around us and it's important that we call upon them because someday you're going to be a wise woman too. And these are wonderful relationships that can really fill our lives. The last thing I want to talk about is answering the calls of other women. This is really important. We want to look around. We want to observe. Is there a friend or an acquaintance that you know that is needing some space held for them? We live in a day and age where moms can be very reluctant to reach out. We don't want to come across as not having it all together. And so we isolate ourselves, right? Hence this entire post. Don't wait for a mom to text or call you. Reach out to them. Ask her specifically what you can do to take something off of her plate. Check in. If you see a mom that's doing something inspiring, speak their beauty into them. Let them know. And this doesn't just go for the women in our orbit. It goes for strangers too. 
So we've all witnessed a mom in the store with a kiddo having a really hard time. Maybe you've been that mom. <laughs> Me, haven't we all? Well, what would it have done for you to not be stared at or ignored? What if another mom walked right up to you when you were struggling, looked you in the eye and said, Mom, I know how this feels and I just want you to know that you're amazing. There is no hood like motherhood. What would it have done for you if you were doing something fun with your kids and another mom just said, hey, you're doing this right? Oh, it just fills your heart. When you pass a pregnant lady on the street, could you tell her she looks beautiful? That's something I always do because I think that pregnant women are so unbelievably gorgeous. When you're at the park and your children are playing together, ask that mom if she has a favorite book to recommend. Ask her for her number to reconvene at the park for another play date if she doesn't tell you that she's reading some trashy piece of garbage. Ha <laughs> ha. When we find these pockets to connect with other moms, we have this realization that our village is all around us. It isn't a series of homes lined up next to each other. It is comprised of moments where moms connect. It is a shared smile between two moms in a parking lot as they load up the groceries and kids. It is a text sent to an old friend simply saying, hey, we need to catch up. I have 18 loads of laundry looking at me. I miss you. But when can we chat? How about tomorrow? It's a group of moms meeting up to hike with their kids only to begin sharing their daily struggles and triumphs with each step. These moments matter. They are building connections and thus our village. When we share our motherhood, we fulfill a deep longing within ourselves, a tradition that has been woven into the very fibers of our being, to mother together. So today, listen and honor this sacred bond. Call out to the moms in your life and don't forget to answer their calls. Your village awaits. I hope that you found this helpful today. If you did, I would love it if you would go and leave a review wherever you're listening because that helps other moms find this podcast as well. Remember, you were made to do this, mama. 